Hello, and welcome to the program with Carrie Smith. Today's Friday, March 25th. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, just a couple of announcements up top. We have we finally have a local setup for this new channel. This is a new channel. If it's your first time here, hit subscribe. We also have a Patreon and a subscribe star if you want to support. And I have picked a winner for the contest. And Greg Wilson is going to make him a custom knife. The name that we picked is Carry On. Keep calm and carry on. But we're going to do it as a t-shirt. Anyway, congratulations to the swill um, who's going to be getting a fancy knife. I hope he doesn't live in the UK. Um, welcome. I don't want to keep these guys waiting. <laughs> I have a really fun group of people today. So please welcome Nina Infinity, who you guys know, Jerry from The Quartering, and Mike Carlo. Hey. Hey. You guys are just meeting for the first time, Nina yep. and Mike, right? Yeah. And I love yeah, your I didn't realize that super you, gay though. background. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you were you, though. Like, I've totally watched you on set and stuff. I'm me. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hi, Jeremy. So, hi. Jeremy. So before we started, <clears throat> oh, thank you. We were talking about uh, Mikey's roommate was illegally downloading movies. And allegedly. he actually, allegedly, allegedly, and he actually had his internet turned off. I've never even heard of that happening they before. They quarantined it. I had to call them to have them unquarantine it. I didn't know that could still happen. I didn't know they started caring. Yeah. I well, mean, I, mean, I know Hollywood's hurting right now. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, every, oh, every $4 matters to them. It's, it's tough. Yeah. It's, every it's hard up there counts. for a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore with the new Supreme court justice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, oh my hey gosh. Hey. I actually, I don't I even know. I'm not a biologist, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start with that? I know everybody's talked about this, but just in case you live under a rock, this Supreme Court justice who's currently, they're having the confirmation hearings. And Cole, can you pull up that clip? Pull up the one where she can't define woman. I know, I know everyone's probably seen it, but I just, this is so important. Nina and I talked about it the other night. And I have, the, the issue here is not just the ideology part of it, that that obviously the left is trying to say that, woman is something that you can't define now and anybody can identify as it. The The real problem is is much larger than that. I think it's that if you can't define basic words, then there's there's no guarantee that you can define any words, right guys? It's like, so so what is a right? What is an amendment? What, what is, is, how do we agree on anything? What is it? Exactly. Any of these things. I, I love that? that this has sort of become the thing that they're asking people because I've always felt like this issue is sort of the perfect litmus test or like a Rorschach test for whether or not you live in reality. Yes. Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. yeah. Such a setup, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They know she can't. Can. They know she can't. Yeah. No, but not she was but that context, other lady, I'm not a the other lady, she seemed legit surprised though when she said no, I can't. Like she was expecting her to give some sort of answer, but then she was like, No, I can't. And she's like, What do you what do you mean you can't? Like, because you can yeah. be like, I don't know, me, I'm a woman. Like, I, I don't know what you mean by can I define a woman? I'm sitting right in front of you. You are a woman. What do you mean? Like, there's just so many things that you could say other than. No, I can't define what that is. That's so fucking bizarre. 
But such a cop out. Imagine, yeah. imagine expecting someone like that to stick rigorous, rigorously to our constitution when exactly. like when yes. they're willing to when they're willing to like waffle on on a, on a scientifically agreed upon fact because they're worried about Twitter. That's exactly. that's the scary part of it is for me, I don't care about any of the other issues they've brought up about her. I don't care if you can't give a, a definition to something in reality. We all know what a woman is. If you can't do that, what you're saying, Jerry, you can't I can't expect you to stick to any definition. And this is that idea about like. You know, a lot of people talk about how the U.S., how we have a lot of protections other countries don't have because we have the First Amendment, we have the Second Amendment, we have these different um, individual rights that they've they've put into they've put into the Bill of Rights. But that doesn't matter if we can't agree on what the dictionary says about what all those words mean. Well, if you look at, I don't know how long this is because I've only been paying attention for the last five years. But I mean, remember when like sexual harassment or even a word like rape meant something meant like a, yes. meant like you know forcible you know whatever i'm not going to go through it but now <laughs> it's like oh well um actually there are many forms of it and 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 like so you know it's, it's um what's the other word um rape got you know, we live in a rape culture what exactly is a rape culture like all this stuff started i don't know 2016 well, that, that, that's me too right like i think me too yeah. changed a lot of those weird term well not weird but those what's sexual change. assault you know that used to be something now it's like oh a guy looked at a girl who was bending over and that's sexual assault now i'm like come on man like yeah you know, like it it's weird jeremy because when i when i used to live in canada i worked at future shop and i had an incident where the this dude that i work with he would come and bite in me once in a while like he would just like come up like right across like, oh is right that here. a that's a oh, verb the, now. The sidle. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I'm a little just, older. I think of Seinfeld when I think of that. You got to give him like a pack of Tic Tacs. So can <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, but he would just like come up right here, and he would like take a good whiff. Like he'd be like, like, and he'd like smell me, and then he'd be like, "Hmm, you you smell good." Okay, well, that's eat. sexual harassment. Yeah, harassment. And and it made me feel really uncomfortable. And I remember like I went and talked to my boss and I was like, hey, I this is like inappropriate and it's it made it's making me feel uncomfortable. And they were like immediately like they went into action and was like, you know, that we're we're sorry, you know, like they had a meeting with the guy and me in the room and they were like, Do you do you want us to fire him? And I was like, No, I don't want him to get fired, just Stop. have some fucking boundaries like yeah. that's basically it and and he was like okay but then two days later he got fired anyway because he sucked at his job not because of what what happened with me um but it was just like one sure. of those things <laughs> <laughs> but it was just one of those things where he um like first of all steps were taken by men at my work who are in leadership positions to make me feel comfortable at my workplace and secondly like they it, it was it was one of those things where it was clearly defined that it was like sexual harassment that what was happening. Whereas in now, it, you know, I think that because it was a mild form of it, like now it would be considered way more over the top than it oh, was yeah. back then. Like they'd be like, oh, this this guy basically pretty much was going to grope her or like grape her. Oh, no, 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 no. They would call it rape or sexual assault. They, they would. Call would. It sexual, they would yeah. call it sexual assault. Yeah, Unless Unless Biden Biden does it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you remember Al Franken, his Me Too moment? It was it was literally for just 
There was one picture where he, as a comedian, was pretending to touch a girl's breast. He's a comedian. But the rest were all, then these women came out of the woodwork and it was, it was literally just pictures of him standing with them. I have a picture just like that with him. And I did hashtag, why not me? Cause they were like, (laughs) but he had his hand on their back and like, Look at this picture. He had oh, his hand on the small of my back. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That's I'm what. Gonna that's say, what thank they... God, people can't find our MySpaces because I would be me <laughs> too, a thousand yeah. times over. That's what they they basically did to poor Vic Mignon too. Mignana too. Like they were like, yeah. oh yeah, he he totally like did like all he this. He kissed people on girls. a che- on the cheek who were there to see him. Oh, yeah. the horror! Uh, the voice the voice actor for the uh air. Uh, uh, Edward El- Elric and Full Metal Alchemist, and uh, I think he's Dragon Ball. Foley? Yeah, I feel like I heard about that. Yeah, it's it's a wild it's a wild thing. Like he got totally like deplatformed and all these. His career is over. His career over. is over. Yeah. They still harass him at cons. Like they there there was a con the other day a couple months ago, um, and the the crazy why. Tw- tw- Twitter retards went after him and basically got them to cancel him from the con again. And it's it's just been going on and on and on. And it, it just no respite. Like it's just crazy. These people well, are nuts. That's why I always say with this um with the with the mob or whatever, like the cancel borg, they they really they don't want you like they want you dead. Like they don't want they don't want you like they'll say things like he has to have accountability or she has to have accountability or whatever. No, no, they really want you dead because mm-hmm. what they've done to that man, like he can't, they're not letting him do it. He, they're treating him like he's a, like he, I don't even want to give an example. Like, like he was, um, look, we've all been around affectionate people. Mike, I've spent a few, a little while with you. I mean, you know, you're pretty handsy, but the, like <laughs> only with you, darling. I know. I know. Oh uh, yeah. That in our hotel concierge, but the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, it's like, it's not like, it's a generational thing sometimes with people where like, you know, it's like not a big deal for like an old, like a grandpa to kiss somebody on the cheek or something like that. And like, now it's like, oh my God, he's a rapist or like, he's like, I don't think Vic Mignana is a, is or ever was a predator. He was just an affectionate guy. Yeah. And then it became in vogue to, to get clout by saying you're a victim and like, they want to ruin this guy's life. And like, he can't do anything now because he kissed a fan on the cheek it's not like he was using his privilege to even have sex with people or anything not that i saw like Mm -hmm. it wasn't even anything weird like 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 there's harvey weinstein and then you know (laughs) like that but that's how they're treating him they're treating him like harvey why did they come after this guy why did they come after him i don't know because he's a christian Um, because he was going to (laughs) make Nick Ricada does a, a lot of good videos on this guy, but like basically, like the the long end of it is that he was working for Funimation and he was going to make his own voice acting company, and they found out and they were like, "No, fuck this," because that's this the- basically the competition. So mm-hmm. they were going to ruin this, you. Yeah, they ruined yeah. him. Yeah, they it's, ruined I him. find it's always because it's such a double standard. Um, Al Franken, who I mentioned, is one of the few where I've seen them go after someone on the left. He was their usually, lamb. Yeah, and, and that told me there was something there, that there's probably some reason why they also wanted him gone. I don't know why. But otherwise, I don't think the whole left would have mobilized against him because usually there's this real double standard of was if they're attacking. Was he pretty liberal in his views? Yeah, he was a lefty, but he was like, I think he was a real progressive in some ways. And the social justice people hate the actual progressives, you know? 
I think I think yeah. the opposite. I think he actually, maybe just my assumption, could have been one of the rare ones who was actually kind of innocent in general. And so they were like, let's just pin this on him, make him our sacrificial lamb, so nobody will focus on the actual horrible people who have done all these horrible things. Well, yeah, just I don't think they had any dirt on him. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't yeah, have dirt on someone. Out. Yeah. So if, but you can't control them. I used to think, I used to be naive, even just a few short years ago. I remember, I thought, I thought that people got ahead in politics and other things by being good people and having <laughs> yeah, a good reputation. Yeah. 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 The right, the right opinions on views and things like that. Right. Yeah. And, and then I realized, no, it's the opposite. Cause it's, it's sort of like, they want to know they can control you. So they don't, you don't, it, it's much harder to get ahead if they don't have dirt on you that they know they well, can hold over you. <laughs> well, Biden just literally said that the other day. He was like, oh, the, like, you know, if, we all know he was talking about Hunter, but he he was literally like, he came out and said like, oh, politics happen because we have stuff on each other. And like, you don't, you don't want that stuff to get out. Like that's basically yeah. what he came out and said. And it was really bizarre. But Jeremy, you brought up some, something earlier that I thought was interesting. Cause you said, um, like something about grandpas kissing people. Um, well, Biden, there's a picture of Biden going around of him kissing his granddaughter on the lips, on the oh. lips, bro. That and she's like tough. 17 or something. She's wait. Like, first of all, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not a parent. Maybe if they're like two or three, but like this girl looked grown, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, oh, I saw that picture. Yeah, I and she's got like a wedding ring too. Like she's engaged. Oh, and he's like seventeen and engaged. Oh, I just I was just guessing. I, I saw like oh. oh here's Joe Biden kissing a young girl on the mouth. Okay, scroll away. You know, yeah. In his, in his defense, I'll say this. Yeah, she's probably underage. Okay, but in his defense. Those things that are quick. Pedophile apologist. No, they're, they're, ah. those <laughs> look, you could probably get a picture of me kissing my dog on the lips. It's it, that's it, different it, though. <laughs> no, that's different, dude. But it's not like we're locked in that because when you're looking at a picture, you're taking a, a photo and making it last a lot. This moment that's like really quick, like a peck on the lips. Do you know what I mean? I'm well, not Tom, sitting there. Tom Brady, like an NFL is. player, kisses his kids on the lips, and they're like teenagers he takes a lot of flack for it too but right you're not like open mouth kissing like yeah it, well it's here's still... the picture let the it's audience still... be the judge i'm sharing it uh i used to think that there wasn't really i don't know i used to think oh biden that's just how he is he's just being rid of river but at this point i feel like it's happened too many times well the smelling thing that <laughs> yeah I'd, that's like, a that's a tick i think i think he really does it all the time and like Everyone like I, my grandpas both died before I was like young enough to really remember them. But I know plenty of creepy old men who were, were like harmless, you know, but then mm -hmm. it's like, OK, well, maybe they weren't harmless. <laughs> like maybe they, maybe they were going back and they were like, yeah, how many fucking whiffs did you get? Oh, I got seven of you know, them. <laughs> like, oh, oh, like maybe God. maybe he's into it. I don't know. No kink shaming. But he might be. I, I, I just, can't imagine if Me Too existed when my grandfather was around because I these mean, guys would all be dead. Yeah, we'd go out to dinner and be like, "Hey, a toots." <laughs> yeah, the pinch, pinch on the ass too. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, I yeah. just want to say we've got a lot of super chats. I'm just going to run through a couple of them really fast. Thank you, Miss Martin Muses. Hey, Teresa. Um, Rebecca, who says, "Oh, thank you, Rebecca." She says, "I hope this afternoon show is big enough to cause a kerfuffle." Kerfuffle. I love it. <laughs> Alliteration. Thank you. And oh, that, oh, I don't want to 
want to see that picture again. Which picture? I did not want to see that again. <laughs> it's the on. picture of Biden kissing his granddaughter. Uh, and they're at, and look at their hands. They're in they're interlocked I'm right you, by, right by her her warm parts. Yeah, right warm there, parts. Right, it's right weird, there, bro. like it's a little too it's a little too much. And he's Cole not can... butt, he's not butt out like a like he should be. He's like crotch to crotch. I don't yeah. Know. Cole, Sorry, you can, he's no, if you can right find that it. picture, put it it's up in the chat. Cole. It's oh, in the, the chat. chat. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it in the chat. Lieutenant Cyber says the, the COPAs say she just didn't want to wade into the cultural fight. Imagine Title IX if you can't define woman, though the pedo small sentences are worse. Yeah, actually, I don't think the pedo small sentences are worse. I think that I, I really think that it's a much bigger problem to not be able to agree on basic definitions. That's because that covers everything, including sentences you give pedophiles because what's a pedophile okay well, yeah, if, if, that's a big one for me I, like uh the i don't and the right does it all the time and i hate it like remember when they when we went uh, the when the right i won't say we went after james gunn and in retaliation mm -hmm. yes. for roseanne yes and they were calling him a pedophile just because he made some like borderline jokes like i hate that because it waters down real pedophilia like yes like yeah. you can't like this like this whole thing where like oh keemstar is 40 and he's dating somebody who's 21 and they're calling him like that it's like he's not it's like by definition he's not that i don't like him and it's and it's fun to meme on him but let's like not throw that word around because it's kind of important that it means something jeremy they do the same thing with the word racist well, they, right. yeah. they yeah. belittle that word so that when when somebody actually is behaving like a racist, I mean, it, mean, it means so little now to even say mm -hmm. it because they've stripped it of all meaning. The same thing with sexist, because like I think that sexism still happens. It's not it like exists. It yeah. yeah, it yeah, exists. Yeah. It happens all the time. And then it's just like now, but we're calling that everything now. And then when it actually does happen, people are all like hypersensitive and, you know, you, you can't even call it out because well, you know, it, you, people don't care anymore. They're no. just it's like the uh, boy who cried wolf. It's like yeah, you just, exactly. uh, you know, there's legitimate. It's like I even say that in my videos when I talk about all these lunatics who call everyone racist. Like, I guarantee you there are white people out there that use the hard R in a derogatory way about black people. I've heard it. It exists. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when you're calling somebody who's criticizing something that a black person does a racist now, what does the word even mean anymore? Now, now you keep hearing that word over and over again used to grab my attention now i'm like oh okay somebody criticized somebody or somebody said something you know like i don't even think of the first thing i go to now is not like a lynching or the stupid idiots with their sheets on their head i'm like oh twitter just got offended by something and that and now yeah. they've desensitized the word yeah the same thing with like you know anything to do with women coming out with stories about men doing bad things and i'm like yeah. Well, let's see if this is like an actual story, or is this someone like Zoe Quinn trying to like you know get someone to off themselves? Like it's it's not, you, you know, it's just, it's just so complicated now, and it's it's terrible because I that's why I think that those women like Zoe Quinn, you know, deserve I don't know the worst of the worst because when when you are taking away from actual victims and there is victims and that's terrible. There's my friend used to say there's like four immoralities there's four lies that you commit when you use words like racist in false falsely or if you use words like pedophile falsely and one is the actual lie itself which is wrong mm -hmm. to lie the other is that 
you're inviting harm upon the person you're calling that. Because what do we do to racists? What do we do to pedophiles? What do we do to Nazis? If you're calling someone that, you're inviting harm upon that person. Mm-hmm. If they and if they're if they haven't done that, you're inviting harm upon an innocent person. Um, third one is that is that you what we're talking about. You strip that word of meaning so that people who actually are victims of those things can't well, get the help they need sometimes because we've just reduced it to to nothing. It's interesting that you say that, Carrie, because. Unlike the 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 very fact that she, the the lady the justice lady couldn't you know say what a woman is, she was forced to take back another uh, another set of words, which is war criminal, because that word has such a huge connotation, and she referred to like Rumsfeld and uh, you know the neocons as war criminals for what they did to Iraq in the past, and she was. Basically, they forced her to like walk it back now. And I think it's really funny that they put such a huge uh, definite, like, you know, they they define that those set of words very clearly and how bad it is to call someone that because, right. you know, we all know they're they're full of it in the, you know, in the government. <laughs> There's so many of them. Um, so they don't want that word to be ca- like labeled to anybody that is specifically in office right now. So it's pretty crazy that there's some words that they don't want out at all. No, I think it's, there, there was just a cover of one of these like old gay magazines or something. And it's like straight guy, his straight wife, who is a woman, he's a man, mm-hmm. both born that way. And it, the headlines like, this is a queer couple because they both think they're they thems. Oh like, so words mean absolutely nothing at this point, but but I totally agree with you, Carrie, because where I think that this is in many ways the most important issue of all, if this is something that she subscribes to, especially when you look at her record with the sentences for pedophilia and all that, I've always said, like, if you look at this Florida bill, the one they're calling the Don't Say Gay bill, it goes from kindergarten to third grade. A lot of these people are saying, which is a lie, they're saying that, oh, it's going to force these teachers to out their gay students. They're they're gay first graders, second graders. So what I always think with these people is if they believe that children can have a sexual orientation, why can't they be having sex in their mind? Ugh. Yeah. So I feel like that's not a huge jump in logic if you believe one thing. Well, hopefully you'd have some, you know, some level of decency, but it's also very scary how I'm sure this happened a million times before, but how the the renaming of that bill it was like this mass psychosis where people legitimately believed it said something completely different this was this is why i'm so this was what was so scary for me like the bill was readily available anybody could read it it was short it wasn't like the omnibus where it was like a bazillion pages you could read it. You could see that it didn't say don't say gay. You could see that it didn't target the LGBTQ community. You could see all of the things that were easily disproved. And we still like lost the narrative. Mm-hmm, the, yeah. the bill passed, but like the, nobody knows what it's really called. Everyone calls it don't say gay. And, and we lost like, and that's super scary because yeah. like, well, I don't know how much easier the facts could have been to access. And you had bad actors who, either a never read it and are just dumb or b read it and chose to willfully participate in misinformation including the mainstream media which was appalling 
Yeah. That's what they always do though. They, they will, mm-hmm. they're amazingly good at it. They will create a lie. Then they will brand it, market it, sell it to America and repeat, 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 repeat. Repetition is just like the fuel of the left. Mm-hmm. And then these things just become sort of zombie lies that won't die, whether it's this or the Muslim ban that never existed. Right. Um, yeah, right. And it just shows how totally incompetent the right is at countering it. I mean, even look at like- They suck, like a, you're right. It's like a tale of two hearings when you compare Kavanaugh to this one. Yes. The Democrats were like ready to burn the world down to, to prevent him. What are Republicans doing? Asking a couple pointed questions? Yeah. yeah. The coverage is completely different too. I saw uh, t- on Twitter last night, you know, where they where you're in search and it shows you the recommended news articles and they had a, a really beautiful picture of, uh, of Brown, Jack, Brown Jackson. What is it? Jackson Brown? Brown Jackson. They had a beautiful picture of her and you could see her daughter and her husband behind her looking at her with love. And it said, you know, photojournalist captures this beautiful picture that is, you know, that describes all of the trial. This is all you need to see from the, well, not the trial, the hearings, is you see this one picture, it's iconic. And then if you click on that, there's like a bunch of other Twitter stories they're recommending. And one of them is about the photographer herself who took the picture and how as a woman of color, she's often the only woman of color in the journalist pool. Oh, That's my ever God. existed. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just the way they cover it and they manipulate us. I, I sometimes struggle with, I mean, you know this, Nina, we've talked about this. Cause I used to be in the, the leftist echo chamber and for so long that now when I look at things, I, I, a lot of times wonder, I can't tell sometimes if it's gotten a lot worse or if it's just that I couldn't see it before, but I think it's both. I think I couldn't I think see it both. before and, but also it is getting worse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but also like the other thing that I saw going around was, and, and, and it was funny because I read your tweet about it because I thought, I thought the exact same thing was uh, Booker talking to her and her oh his question, God. like freaking juicy sweetie <laughs> there. Like, I was like, bro. Your emotions are what drew it for me. You guys, can we watch this clip? Cole, can you put up the clip? He went for full Celine. <laughs> he did. My <laughs> sister. Sister. I love you. Ah! I was like, dude, calm you guys, down. Okay, if you guys haven't seen this, just he's conducting the orchestra. <laughs> the land that never has been yet, but yet must be the land where everyone is free. Oh, yes, I say it plain America never was America to me, but I swear this oath, America will be. He's crying. Sounds like he's like pulling a Mussolini, like <laughs> this desk. Dab, dab. And everyone here, generations of folk who came here folk. instead of America. Oh, can you pause it a second? Can you pause it for a second? Irish or dogs need to apply, but I'm going to show this. Pause it, Cole. Uh, has anybody else noticed that um, uh, Kenyatti Brown or whatever, clearly the very first ever black person on the Supreme Court? Mm. <laughs> That's I mean like that's that's all I wanted to point. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> Clearly. They voted against the first black woman on the Supreme Court. Yeah, right. Wow. So this this video in the comments, the guy who shared it, I think he says just watch this video, just watch. And this is the the tale of two different cities, right? The tale of two different worlds, two different movies because he could be saying that meaning what I was thinking which is 
what that's an what awful, yeah, what an <laughs> awful acting job. But that's not what he's saying. I think he finds no. it inspiring. He's, yeah, he's slay yeah. queening. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what he's doing. He's yeah. like, just watch this amazing video of the, the the this person like explaining their life story and how, you know, she's just so stunning and brave, and she's here. It's like, oh no, isn't yeah, it like? Isn't it like Jesse Smollett, his acting? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Very Super, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the, yeah, and they're both liars. <laughs> I like dinner theater, but the, um, be free here. Yeah. I can make this country love me as much as I love it. <laughs> Chinese Americans first. I'm not suicidal. Saw the ugliest of America, but they were going to build their home here. It's America. You may not love me yet, but I'm going to make this nation oh my live God. up to its promise and hope. I like how she now, starts crying too, and I'm like, bro, like some crocodile tears. I must have been coming from a pump in her hands. Yeah, no shit. Dab dab. talked about them. I think I think it might be possible for her to have a true emotion about America, about this so momentous event for herself. But I also think, look at her face. I think part of her is like, this dude is. She doesn't care. Head. Yeah, she she's like, yeah. She knows no that he's just standing on top of her to get. Like this is why I got sucked in by Trey Gow Trey Gowdy and Ted Cruz early on because of their viral ownage Twitter clips. Yeah, and then I started watching, and literally nothing ever got done. No. Like Trey Gowdy would go up there and crush somebody, and then they'd still lose. Like every yeah. time. Same and thing with I, Rand Paul and like Rand Paul, you know, yep. yeah, yeah, owning like Fauci like how many times and it's, he's still working. Yeah, and then I started to think, oh, I get it. They're just doing this because they know it's going to go viral and they know that it's good for their base. Like Ted Cruz is one of the worst. Mm -hmm. Like that dude is constantly talking all the right talking points about big tech and censorship and stuff. That guy, just like Trump, never did a thing. Mm -hmm. Never did a thing about it. And it's like, okay, I stopped. I got sucked in by it early. I was like. Oh man, look at Trey Gowdy. He's a king. He's crushing these people. And then, like, right, never won a thing. Ted Cruz never ever has accomplished anything against big tech. Um, Trump never did anything against big tech until he was banned and he was mm -hmm. already a dead candidate. He couldn't do anything. So, like, these people are all putting on a show. You I mean, it, it, it's definitely a kangaroo court. I mean, to uh, to to be fair though. With regards to Rand Paul, I think he actually does want Fauci to go to jail. I don't. I think. believe it. Yeah. 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 I don't. I, I just would put in a separate category. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, but Ted Cruz, general. though, that's the other funny part, Jeremy, that you said that because I watched her interview with him like uh the two days in a row and the first day she's all like hey how are you and like yeah. he's like yeah we went to school together we were like you know bros and blah blah, blah. you were like my sister and she's like yeah oh my god i'm so excited about this and then the next day she's like hi ted yeah yeah <laughs> let's get this going <laughs> like she was like so annoyed it was so funny i just had to read out uh adam's he wasn't a super chat but he said was it friends, countrymen? Lend me your feels. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. It's such a play. It's such a performance. Um, just a couple more of these because I yeah, I want to get behind on them. G-Man, thank you, G-Man. He says I would have asked the SCOTUS nominee if she considers herself to be a woman. Ironic, Biden promised a woman nominee who can't define woman. I bet you she wouldn't have answered. I will bet you she would not have answered that. I don't think so. It, it is, first of all, one of the most insulting things to say 
my candidate is going to be this race or this gender. Because then when you pick them, it's like, you didn't pick the best person. You pick the best person who happened to be this race or this. It's so condescending. I would hate well, to be why that do you person. Think Kamala Harris is there, right? Exactly. Like she literally, and then, and then like, this is why she's such a, a cuck and same with like Bernie. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, like she stood up on that stage and called Joe Biden a racist to his face and then went down immediately on her knees to get the VP job. Like, yep. if you really thought this it's guy where was where she so does awful, her best work, I've heard she's very good at it. But the, I mean, it's like, and same thing with Bernie. He cucked out every time. I'm going to run. I'm going to get that Democratic nomination. Oops. Uh, Hillary can have it this time. I'm just going to, that guy was the biggest sellout ever. He just got all his money from his campaign donations and pushed out. Same thing with Kamala Harris, too. They're both, they're all pathetic. He, uh, my, Bernie Sanders must have some complex. Him to the DNC is just like, oh, yeah, mistress, give it to me harder. It. He does <laughs> it twice. None of us have gotten screwed as well as Bernie Sanders has been screwed. Yeah. It has been quite a while. Yeah, other than Jack Murphy, no one's gotten <laughs> Um, By the way, the oh, gay rascal, I really appreciate this. For this. <laughs> the gay Sorry. rascal? Yeah, his icon is freaking funny. Hello, oh, gay rascal. Batman, yeah, with Hello Kitty on Hello there. Kitty on there. <laughs> yeah. He says, we just First don't Hello understand. Kitty. It's on it's his on the front. Chest. He says, we need to do the work. It's Instead on where the Batman the... symbol would be. There yeah. it is! Yeah. Sorry, I'm slow. <laughs> Let's see. I should well, have said it was by his pecs. Then you would have got there faster. Than by well, the I was going symbol. like this, and he yeah. still wasn't getting it. I'm like, it's like right here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we had RBG, and we're getting RBF. I don't get it. <laughs> Resting bitch uh, face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> it was. That's the joke. We had Ruth Bader Ginsburg and now we have Oh, oh my, my god. god okay, now I get it. Freaking boomers. What the Now I get it. Oh shit. That's probably the oldest person on this head. panel. Let's go, guys. God. Jeremy. Oh, and there's Adam. This is the one that was so funny. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your feels. Oh hey, Adam Krigler. Adam's Hi. here. Hello. Hey. Thank you guys. Um, no, I well, I, I just wanted to highlight that Cory Booker clip because, again, I think it just shows the two different worlds that we live in. And there's all these people on there who are loving it and celebrating it. And Nina, I know you're interested in personality disorders like I mm -hmm. am. And I look at him and I just see a narcissist performing what he thinks a human who has passion looks like. But that's exactly what's going on. Right. But it's so yeah. transparent. So I don't, who, what, wh who are those people who buy into it? Why are they buying? Why do they see that and think it's authentic? I think that it's, um, most, most people, um, are either naive, um, or have basically like what you were saying earlier, like they, they really do believe that po politicians like you know, move up because they're so, uh, you know, altruistic or like they're actually good people and they're doing good things in their communities and blah, blah, blah. But most politicians are actors. Like that's, that's what's going on. Like whenever you see the, the, the Senate hearings or like any of these people going on campaign trails and blah, 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 they're acting, they're putting on an act a lot of times. So I think that that's what's going on with Corey as well. Like he's a good actor. You have to be in order to succeed the way you are in politics and be a successful politician you have to 
be able to act. And one of the things that narcissists are really good at is acting and putting on a show for, for whoever. Like, and it could be on a very uh, basic level too. It doesn't have to be politicians. This, this goes on your daily life. If you've ever met someone who's a narcissist, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about because they'll put on a show to get what they want from you, whether that's like, you know, emotional energy, whether that's finances, because they could be hit you, hitting you up for money. This kind of stuff happens all the time. Maybe usually not as transparent as that, but no. Um, Cole, can like you put very transparent? Usually, it's just idiots like us don't like listen to ourselves when we meet them. Yeah, think... well, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think a lot of times projection goes both ways. Like, like sometimes um, people with bad intent, they're projecting bad intent on you because that's what they're like. And so if they're trying to insult you and they say something really out of left field, but you realize, oh, they're telling me something about themselves, that mm -hmm. happens. But normal people project too. People who I would say are generally not personality disordered, they're like, well, everyone's like me and everyone's working in good faith. And so they give the benefit of the doubt to people who are performing. And that's true too, because we are all full of projection. Sorry, Jeremy, go ahead. I was going to say that that was one of the most disillusioning things, disillusioning things online is it is like there used to be a time in my life, like during the debate me bro era where I was like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to anybody. And then it was like time after time after time. I was always trying to approach things in good faith. And then like I'd run into people who are just clearly not interested in any good faith conversation. I'm like, oh, these people actually didn't want to talk to me. They didn't they didn't actually. And like I kept getting fooled by it. And so that that's um yeah, it's a it's a it's a valid, I think a valid point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and and it's true. We do do that too. like Carrie, like you were saying, cause I do that all the time. I'm still guilty of doing it when I when I'm like, there's no way this person would be capable of doing that. Like, for example, and I, I don't want you to play it. I don't want you to I don't even want to talk about it too much. But that guy, Jeremy, that, you know, with the dog, like, you know, and the yeah, cat yeah. situation, like that whole thing, like I'm like, there's no way anyone would be capable of doing something like that. I just don't feel like as a human being, you would be capable of doing something like that because I would never be able to do that. But there are people who are actually psychopaths and full on narcissists that are inhuman. They're basically inhuman. They're not human beings. Yes. Um, and, and they do things like that all the time. And we just cannot fathom how they function. Well, I think that there's also what I find there's also a crossover with like in the world where I live, which is in fandom, mm -hmm. um, the crossover with like politics where we would call them stands like like the K-pop people. Right. Like it's right. like a religion to them. Yeah. And if you ever piss off the K-pop people, it becomes a problem. Oh, um, and like there are people like this with their political beliefs because they don't have any real interesting thing to say about themselves so like it's just like the people who uh are there are people who are gay and then there are people who are gay and like <laughs> when that becomes your personality trait mm -hmm. you get super defensive about stuff and then you you start to like religiously follow stuff and that's it's true in in um on all both sides of the political aisle but there's a crossover there with people like that in who are like oh I'm a Star Wars fan. That's who I am. And if you make fun of the Star Wars movie, I will dox you and I will ruin your life. Yes. It's because they don't have anything else to say. So you're really attacking their you, core, who they are. You are spot on. It's they make their people do this with all kinds of things. They make their ideas, their, their identity. 
Yeah. Or they make their uh, Star Wars fetish or whatever, the K-pop, they make it their identity. And so then it, it's like a stand-in for who they are because they don't really know who they are, I think. And then that's why they feel if you attack that thing, if you attack, like when social justice people, for example, a lot of times their ideology is their identity. They don't have that separateness. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this demonstration. I just got to interview this therapist. He was talking about this. He was like, imagine like the, this pen and this lip gloss. These are my ideas. And he said, it's, it's really healthy for you to have a loose grasp on your ideas. And when you have interactions with people, you know, you might give up one of those ideas or you might pick up another one, but you've got a loose grasp on them and they're, they're not you. But he was like, these people that don't know who they are, they hold the ideas really tight. It's who they are and, and they're not going to be challenged. And so if you, that's why, that's why they personally attack us back because they feel like you're personally attacking them. Even though you're just attacking Star Wars or, or K-pop or social justice ideology, their ideas, but they feel like they're, it's a, it's an attack on who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And there are I mean, a lot of people, there are a lot of people ahead. now who do that with their politics. The, the types that piss me off the most with that probably because I consider myself like part of that are like, these ones who cannot hear a word of criticism about Trump and will just unfriend you and how dare you. I'm like, so is this just a cult now? Mm -hmm. A lot of people, it's like how people think that being gay is a substitute for a personality. There are now people who think like supporting a particular politician or party or something is a substitute for a personality. That's super, yeah. super dangerous too. Yeah. Super dangerous. And it was manufactured uh, over the last 10 years or so. It became this thing where there was social credit for it. There was, this, and it was on both sides of the aisle, right? Like the merchandising of politics, where you see people wearing their Bernie shirts and their tax the rich garbage. And like, that is uh, standing in direct opposition to progress because people are like Carrie said, are then unwilling to meet in the middle where all things get done. Nothing gets done with people and holding onto their ideas tightly on both sides of the aisle. And like, this is uh, heading down. It's 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 growing a, a group of people that will be incapable of um, any kind of real conversation and um, critical thought. They're, yeah, they're drones, and mm -hmm. that's what they. That's what people on both sides of the aisle want. They're like, yeah, I'm a Republican. I vote just like Mike said with Trump. Like I have friends who are like still like when I say like, bro, yeah, Trump was a great ride. But like, I don't want him to run again. Like, why, man? He's going to save the world. I'm like, he couldn't even prevent Silicon Valley. The one thing he told me he was going to do, he didn't do it. And like, why would he do it now? And he's 100 years old. Let's not maybe elect people who are in their 80s now. And like, he totally, he totally, you know, that one of his biggest things was he's going to like, you know, put Hillary in jail. Never try. Where's Hillary at? Right. Yeah. Never happened. Never happened. So, but, you well, know, it's, it's well. crazy about Trump because. Uh, there's definitely things that he did that I don't agree with either, but you guys are right. And that's something that George Orwell talked about in 1984 is the allegiance to the party. Like that's the, that's the thing that is very like the, the totalitarian takeover of a culture comes from when you distinguish yourself and your core as part of that collective. And you're like, okay, I'm going to be the, I am the party. This is the party line. And if I go, you know, right past it or below it, then I'm no longer part of this party. And it can be a very, very dangerous thing. And your loyalty to the party is basically what keeps your identity going and what, who you are as a person. And it's just 
terrifying. And they don't give a shit about you. No. That's what I try to tell people who are so into it, like so in love. They, they worship them like a deity. I'm like, you think you think you think Joe Biden gives a fuck about you? No, no he doesn't. No. He cares about the power. So mm -hmm. like the second you get, and that's by the way, every president that's probably ever been a president is yep. some level of megalomaniac. But like, th th you think Donald Trump really sits down and cares about people getting banned off Twitter? No. And I'll tell you how we know that because the guy didn't say a damn thing about it until he got banned. And then it's suddenly, yep. oh, big tech. Dude, yeah, bro, he didn't say you, shit when his friend Alex Jones got freaking banned off everything. Anything. He didn't say yeah. shit. And, and that's, that's, what we were, that. that's what we were all saying. Like, you know, all the conspiracy theory people were like, well, you know, first they came to Alex Jones and we didn't say anything. And then, you mm -hmm. know, just just wait until they come for you because they will come for you at some point for whatever reason. And then no one will be left to stand up for you. I, I've been thinking so hard this last year, you know, being stuck in New York City. I've been thinking about why in America there have been absolutely no sort of uprisings to the COVID tyranny at all. If you look at what's happening in Canada, every other country, the UK, there have been big demonstrations. Here, there's been nothing from the right. And I really think that part of that is because Trump was president when it started. I think people, yeah, people are afraid the benefit yeah. of the doubt. They trusted him, myself included. I'm totally yeah. guilty of that too, that people didn't think he would allow what happens to happen. And I, th I honestly think if Biden had been president, then there would have been a huge uprising from the very beginning from the right. And instead, we just were like frogs getting put up to a boil. We got used to it for what, six months or a year? And then what? Well, that's why the, the whole Trump thing kind of drives me nuts because I'm like, dude, that ho whole Operation Warp Speed thing with the vaccine, that was all him. Like, I don't understand why Republicans are going so crazy now with like, you know, the whole anti-vax thing or whatever. But then they, they refuse to, you know, even acknowledge the fact that Donald Trump is completely fine with the vaccine and was the I know he was never What do you, what do you yeah, mean going crazy with the anti-vax People don't like that they're that that he pushed it. They'll say like, mm -hmm. "Oh, Trump's pro vaccine." What the hell? And uh, like, here's a segment I of the. That. That, okay. I think that's what you mean, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. I have friends like that too. I'm there's like, two, well, there's two groups. There's two groups. One is what the one that Jeremy was talking about, and the other are complete denial about it. And they're like, "No, no, no!" Like he's he's saying that, but he actually like didn't take it. He, he took a placebo. Yeah. Trust the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what no, that is? I, for me, I don't care that he did Operation War. Like, great. My my issue is that he's done absolutely nothing to stand up to the mandates. His buildings all comply with it. And he's supposed to be a leader, he, even if he's not in office right oh, now. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. Every single one. And what bothers me is that you have working class people. Hey, Adam. You have working class people, like truckers or whoever, risking everything, every dime they have to stand up to this. And people like Trump, like many corporations, won't do a damn thing, won't lift a finger. People who have the money and have the power, a lot of these people too, people that I've liked who do tours, artists, that they play venues that have mandates and stuff. So the people who have all the money and all the power in the world to stand up to this won't lift a finger. Mm -hmm. That's why I have so Sorry, much I respect what Adam for people. Oh, he was just saying four of my favorite people on here. I have to be watching. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but like. 
That's why I really respect people like Chrissy Mayer. Shout out to Chrissy Mayer because people who are like, you know, just performers who are uh, who have a following that take a stand and are like, you know what? I'm not going to perform here. I'm not going to keep going with this. I'm not going to eat at this restaurant that's not going to seat people who don't have a mask or like whatever. Like it's just like there's a certain line and you draw it for yourself because you have your own, yes. uh, you know morality your own whatever and then you just you 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 that's the line you know it was that gym owner who is that was like one dude right yeah, i think uh, he's running now for like yeah, uh, new yeah, jersey governor or something like yeah. that i'm like go dude like here's yeah. that's what we need i think is more people running who are not um as we were talking about i think a lot of politicians have bad intent on, it doesn't matter which party. I think that they're narcissists or they have some kind of personality disorder that makes them mm -hmm. want to go into that place. But but I think we need more just like ordinary people who, like Jack in Lost, he didn't want to be a leader. He had to be the leader. <laughs> we need more Jacks. It's like the person who doesn't want to be the leader, but but you get pushed into it because we need a good man to, to run. Do you know what I mean? God, they destroyed like, that show, Carrie. <laughs> Terrible ending. Oh, no, I, I like it. watching it. I like the ending. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't know. Same. Don't bother, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, don't no, bother. you should watch it now. It was like the original oh, no. Game of Thrones, Jeremy. Freaking Jar Jar Are Abrams. See, on, right? I feel so justified that I never watched Game of Thrones. For years, people were like, what? And now I feel like I was right all along. You were. You were. I only watch shows if there's boobs in it. So, I mean, that's, you know, oh, okay. and that was on regular TV. So it seems unlikely. No, there were boobs in it. I remember. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. You're fake. No, no. There were because they were on a beach. They're all, all the ladies are wearing bikinis all the time or bathing suits. Oh, no, 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 no. I want. No, no, no. He means I'm nips. talking about boob out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see boobs uh, outside. You will yeah. enjoy this new movie I watched, Jeremy, um, with Anna de Armas. She shows like full uh, whatever is the new one yeah. with Ben Affleck. Oh, I want to watch that. Was it terrible? It wasn't great. That's what but, I remember. Is that the one they were do... pushing on? What was the one they were pushing on Hulu this week? That one. That's the I think one? That's the okay. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but you do see a lot of Anna de Armas. So that goes, a, that goes a long oh, way for me. You know, you that's, that'll take a, you know, you know, it's a 4.5 movie to a 6.5, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So Cole has a, Cole has a video to show us. That I haven't seen. He just texted me. Um, go ahead and show us. He said, this is a, a Joy Behar talking about Obama in relation to uh, the Supreme Court nominee. Have you guys seen this? No. No. Oh, the view. It's going to be amazing. Katangi, who reminded me of Obama a little bit because he, she, he was also perfect. He had nothing <laughs> going on. And the same, it's like the movie. Oh, my God. Dinner with Sidney Poitier plays what? A, a psychologist or a doctor who's perfect. They have to have a perfect. He's not going to fuck you, run. lady. <laughs> The Republicans will not be able to uh, deal with it. So what you have here are 50 senators who are going to vote against this woman who is above reproach. Mm -hmm. and the first black okay. woman in that position, that is going to be on their record. Second. And that's why they're asking right. these Second. questions yeah. so that they can have something to bring back to their constituency when they go home and say, well, look at, you know, she doesn't believe that babies are racist or whatever the hell they were talking about. Who even knows what, what they're talking about? <laughs> but they need something because it's an embarrassment to the country. Where was this bitch during Kavanaugh when they were calling Kavanaugh. him a gang rapist? 
off like oh my and they brought up that God. like this is this is why the democrats are better when kavanaugh was up there they literally manufactured this narrative of him being mm-hmm. a sex predator yep. brought in somebody made her rich mm-hmm. Dude, people forget that liar got like five hundred thousand dollars on gofundme for fucking what and then she got and there's a book deal the democrats completely manufactured this and they're like do you remember 37 years ago at this one college party where you poked a boob oh my <laughs> god he's a rapist and like by the way, Obama, I believe that counts 1,878 drone strikes, okay? And he wasn't blowing up plants with those. All right, yep. so oh, Barack Obama was no perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. Ask the Syrian how perfect Yeah, yeah no kidding. Ask, ask Libya if, if he was a perfect person. We, we like literally ran shit. out of bombs. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. I, That's what, yeah. That was Trump's first betrayal, by the way. I don't know if you guys remember that, like... The, the, I will tell like very clearly the number one reason I voted for him was because he promised no wars and I believed him. Then he was like in office for like a fucking week and he fired missiles into Syria. I'm like, dude. <laughs> he and yeah. then and that was like when I lost all faith. I'm like, God. he did get took a lot of heat and I think he was like he didn't really do it again after that. But I was like, no. come on, yeah, man. Uh, we all cap- know who. We all know who stopped Syria's situation. Of course, yeah. We all know. We're not even going to talk about that. (laughs) The the Kavanaugh thing, I want to come back to that for a second, because again, I think you're right. It's such a stark difference in how the media is portraying it. And and I think this relates to what you were talking about earlier, uh, Mikey, about there being no massive uprising. There have been protests. The thing is, the media has so much sway. There are still enough Mm. people, especially boomers watching the mainstream news, television. And if they're not covering something, then it's like, it's not happening. And it doesn't. Chrissy was out at that. Chrissy was out at that little, she goes those little, uh, um, no D mask and she live streams from them. And it's just like whatever, some random road in New York. And there seems like there's quite a few people out there like right. holding signs and on the streets. But yeah, it's not on the news. But the media doesn't Those cover are extremists. it. And, and they did the same like with Kavanaugh, the way they covered that, the way it was 24-7 news. They were pushing this narrative on us that he was some kind of rapist. And that there were several things that helped to wake me up. There's not like one magic bullet. You know, mm-hmm. it's sort of a slow process coming out of a cult. And I do think of it like a cult. And one of the things that really was like my final wake up call was Kavanaugh because Mm. it was so disgusting what they did to him. And that picture I mentioned earlier, the media they're putting up on Twitter, it's like, look at this beautiful picture of her with her family behind her at the hearings. I remember, I remember a picture of Kavanaugh crying and his wife and his, the women in his family behind him looking angry at what was happening to him. And I remember the left used that picture and and manipulated what was happening in it and said look at these women and the way they're looking at him so angry and it's like no that's his family they're angry at what's happening to him that you're humiliating him yeah they Um, and they had zero and and again that was just another example of like we're living in a where we're living in a post-truth society when they brought up that lady on and then there was that what was it like an snl actress dare to make fun of her it's called a vocal fry i think where like uh everything she says says yeah it's vocal fry. yeah and they and they ran her off i think she got i mean she got canceled for making a, a comedian making a joke about because wow. this woman was a survivor and she was 
she was brutally raped by Kavanaugh allegedly 35 years oh. ago. It was oh my like God. <laughs> bullshit. It was insane. Wow, that's crazy. Cole, can you bring up the the Pew study? This gets to this this next thing I want to talk about. So I saw a tweet that you did, Jeremy, that was about um, how the media is sort of, it could be anything. You happen to pick one, an article where the media is now saying, oh, hey, we were all fooled about this thing. We were duped. We didn't realize yeah. they were counting all kinds of deaths as COVID deaths. Hey, guys, we were all duped. And you said, no, we weren't. Like some mm -hmm. of us knew. <laughs> and we've known all along. And you don't get to pretend now like we all, those of you who are only watching the mainstream media, yeah, maybe you guys were all duped. But there's a wealth of information out there that they're trying to suppress. And I came across this recent study. This is from Pew. It says nearly a quarter of Americans get their news from podcasts. This is from February. And if you scroll down. Gee, I Cole, wonder why they're trying to attack Joe well, Rogan. Uh, yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's interesting that they say that because um, like a little while ago, like before before podcasts were like a big deal and stuff like that, most Americans were getting their news from shows like The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Like they weren't really even watching uh, like CNN or MSNBC or any of those things. They were just watching Jon Stewart and getting their news straight from The Daily Show. Um, yeah. So like, I think this is just carried over now into like the new, because, you know, YouTube and podcasts, of course, Joe Rogan is like the biggest podcaster in the world. Uh, like, I think it's just translated now into it because um, people are just sick of lies and they have been for a long time. And it's been happening longer than, you know, that we we would even imagine. That's why it's been going on since then. Like they've been just going like on a straight decline, like the, the legacy media for for years now. Yeah. Do you remember when do you guys remember when was it Viacom? Who was it that went after PewDiePie? The Wall Street Journal. Disney. Yeah. Wall Street Fox. Journal. Yeah. And all of these legacy media places started attacking PewDiePie. And I was thinking Okay, they're trying to call him a Nazi because of some comedy videos he did on his mm. gamer streaming channel. But mm -hmm. in reality, what's happening here? Well, in reality, I think part of it is just this war between these old, this old dinosaur media mm -hmm. and new media and people having this whole diverse range of options now of what they listen to. And I think that the old dinosaurs are trying to hang on to the attention span. Well, I mean, they that know that. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Sorry to cut you off. But I was say they know that it's very difficult when you're doing like a three hour podcast to be to be to be inauthentic. Like eventually you're going to slip up and people are going to so like people have very little choice than to be pretty authentic on their podcast or their videos. Like I put out seven videos a day. If I was incongruent in my in my beliefs, my viewers let me know. When I go mm -hmm. on the news and I read a teleprompter and I have makeup and lights and all this stuff, I don't need to worry about slipping up. That's why there's mm -hmm. so many of these lunatics that like, oh, Cuomo's out uh, without a mask. Ah, no big deal. He's just, you know, like, ah, he's just riding his bike without a mask or he's doing this. None of these people believe the things that they say. They're just news readers. And so podcasting, I think, lends itself to being more authentic. Are there liars who podcast? Oh, sure. Are there political mm -hmm. hacks? Sure. But like it's much more difficult to, to be like a mouthpiece uh, when you're creating so much unfiltered content. One of my favorite ones from like recent memory is like when I was watching like the, the trucker convoy stuff go down in, uh, in, in Toronto 
and um it was like they they had like the uh, globe uh, globe and mail or like i think it was like cbc or whatever one of the, one of those canadian mainstream media companies was like filming something and then you had like live streamers like filming what they were filming yeah um and then so they'd be like CBC, they'd have like their was, yeah. yeah cbc or whatever so that they, yeah. they'd have like their mask on and then the second the camera would turn off they would like immediately take off their mask and just like be like whatever like hanging out but it was just it's it's all theater it's all for show everyone knows that, like it's literally like the leonard cohen song at this point it's like everyone everybody knows. everybody knows yeah. everybody knows and and it's just nobody nobody gives even the people shit. who agree with it know like, yeah, they don't think that Brian Stelter, uh, when he's taking his gym selfies with his mask on, is even going in there and working out. Like they know that like these guys are all frauds, but they're like, eh, it's the same. They, they, we we agree on some things. Yeah, I think they do. I think like, I think that there there now there are people who believe a lie so long that it becomes truth to them. But I think that there are a lot of people that believe that you know, that are willing to let stuff slide. And we see it. I, I'm most aware of it on the right when I see like, oh, you know, Tucker Carlson, try criticizing something Tucker says once and then telling me that people on the right are enlightened and deep thinkers. Like you can't criticize Tucker Carlson because he's a, a literal God and he's never gotten anything wrong. And, and it's the same <laughs> thing with people on the left. If you were to criticize, I don't know. And then who, I guess. Yeah. As long as it's on narrative. Like there's no questioning it. It's like, oh, we say follow the science, but not with gender. We follow the science with wearing no. your mask, but not biology. Like well, it's they a have woman. To know. Yeah, they have to know. They can't be that stupid. They're just like, Well, I don't want to be a Republican. I don't want people exactly. to call me a, mm -hmm. I don't want people to call me a racist. I have to, you know, I, I... it's it's cult yeah, dynamics. I... That's what it is. Cause you can't it's it's that it's it, we're I think we're all I mean, humans are tribal. We like to have communities. We like to have that sense of belonging. But you can have that 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 tribal um, uh, nature j just be exploited and taken to this extreme degree where it's like Lord of the Flies, where you're out to kill the other tribe. You know, yeah. you're good. The other tribe's evil. It's not about finding any common ground and the fear of being thought of as part of the other tribe is enough to cause you to keep your mask on. For example, David, Hodge it's more that. powerful than the joy you get from being a part of the tribe. I think yes. for some people like it's more like, um, here's a perfect tool that's being used super effectively. Now, uh, transphobia, like the penalty for, for, being called that is real and like uh career ending for some people so people won't speak out against against say leah thomas because even though the bio those follow the facts and the science says that it's ridiculous that that uh they're competing against biological women um the the fear of being called transphobic just makes you ignore it's more powerful than just saying something very matter of fact that everyone understands yeah, isn't it like just recently? I think Destiny got canceled off Twitch because permanently, of trans permanently. Yeah, he's he's yeah. gone, and I'm not a fan of Destiny at all. Like, not even a little bit. But it was. But I I I still don't think it's right. I don't think it's right what happened to him. I think it's terrible. He stated a very basic fact about biology that everyone knows, and then what like, what's that? What did he, What was it he said? 
he I I don't know the exact thing you said, but he was basically saying making the biological argument that you know, hey, a biological man shouldn't be competing against biological females in this type of thing. And they and now granted Destiny has a long history of of saying spicy things. It's not his first offense. I don't like really? him. <laughs> yeah, he's been banned like a dozen times. What's that say that's spicy when you're on the left? Like Mike, they all. <laughs> he backed Mikey, Kyle you need to, Mikey, you need to restart and rejoin. Your your camera's doing that thing again where it speeds your voice up like a chipmunk. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Destiny had had defended Kyle Rittenhouse, and you know, so you can say spicy things on the left, um, and he. He, I think, is just it just made the biological argument. Anyway, what I'm saying is I don't want to, you know, hijack the topic, but you know, it's the fear is more powerful than the logic. Uh, the fear of the consequence is more powerful than the logic, and there are things like we can see play out every day um, yeah. that prove it. Yeah. yeah, they're also it's like trying to make examples of people as well. So someone like Destiny you can make an example out of him. It's not just to strike fear in him. Hopefully I think, you know, if he, that he needs to watch what he says, but it's also anybody who's a fan. It's like a message. It's yeah. a message. It's a message. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. reinforces that idea of what, what will be tolerated and what won't be tolerated. And then you start censoring yourself. People have, they build up their own internal sensors, you know, of like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this because I don't want that to happen to me. Well, there's um, things I'm, I, I've said on my channel before that, like, I genuinely, like, I have to really pick my spots when it involves certain topics, like, mm -hmm. or trans issues, like the, the, yeah. the, um, the, the candle's not worth the game a lot of times. Like, it has to be a big issue. I waited weeks to cover the Leah Thomason because I know that, like, if I slip up even a little, like I had to keep saying biological male, biological female. If I slip up even once, I'll get a strike. And then like, yeah. and like this one issue, which affects 0.03% of the population has the rest of us living in fear of being yeah. deplatformed or, and it's like, it's, it's super scary that like, we're just willing to be okay with this. Yeah. Hi, Diver. He says it's not just Joe Rogan. They're also trying to stop the No Agenda show, and the like. Media doesn't like their propaganda deconstructed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. look at Adam Krigler. Like he's in the chat. He gets he gets strikes every other day. I mean, it's just like he, I mean, he's he's clawed his way back. People like Eric July have clawed their way back. People get strike all the time. My friend John talks gets strike. John got a strike recently. Um, Jeremy on. Uh, he did a video of uh, DeSantis going uh, uh, to you remember that those bunch of kids that were wearing yeah. the mask. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he just did like a little thirty second clip showing that, and he got a strike on that. Yeah, it's 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 super. And like I will say that like I think I don't know this for a fact, but I think my channel is insulated because I've heard enough like rumors. Not that I won't get strikes, but be, but like. When when you're a uh, when you're a smaller channel, I don't mean it. In whatever. When you're a <laughs> when you're a pleb, you don't have like a human intervention before you get. We see this with Twitch. We saw mm -hmm. this with the Twitch when Twitch got hacked. They literally have people that have like, you know, their top their upper tier streamers don't get automatically struck for stuff. Mm -hmm. When you're a smaller, because there's a lot of times that like friends of mine are like, bro, I, I can't cover that. I get struck. I'm like, what do you mean? I've done like 15 videos on it. I've never had a problem with it. 
Mm. And like, and I think it's because there's some level of human intervention, not that they're protecting me, Lord knows they're not, but like there's the automated system is super sensitive to anything around the, that's why I say the poke. And that's why I say different words because like, I know that the automated system is, is uh, way too aggressive. Yeah. yeah, well, John's I, uh, videos was interesting because his is just literally like he doesn't even say anything. He just puts like newspaper headlines and the actual videos of like whatever is going on. And oh, then it's super he dangerous. He doesn't I mean, say anything. Yeah. It's so dangerous. And then yeah. he just edits them together and puts them there. Um, and then he he tried to fight it and they were like, no, no, sorry. They never overturn strikes. They Almost they ever. Overturn it. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey. I had joined TikTok and I lasted about a week and a half before I got permanently banned. <laughs> and I, and you, I wow. don't even know what, that's the thing is like, you can't even figure out what the rules are, what like, I still have no clue. They didn't tell Destiny either. He was permanently oh. banned and they never told him why. So like you're left guessing, which is one of the skeeziest things. Like YouTube does this too. Like, mm, yeah. Well, we can't tell you what rule you violated, what rule, yeah, what rule you violated, because if we tell you, then you'll figure out a way to not violate it. It's like, yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. If we tell you what the rule is, then you'll try and follow it. That's what they're saying. Basically, you'll try. (laughs) Yeah, you'll try. We got uh, uh, this channel I used to be on. We got we had a strike. Well, we got permanently banned from Twitter and they told us it was because we were trying to evade a ban. And so Same. we were like, that's mm. weird. Does that just mean that we were following the rules? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I am yeah, trying to dodge them. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I think that's what, that was what they used to ban me. Also, I feel like that's gotta be their like in company lingo for inconvenient person. Yeah. Just yeah. like hate speech, mm. you know, hate speech uh-huh. is a, you know, super effective catch all for uh, dissidents. And they, you know, and by the way, there was, you know, quietly because I think it would have been a bigger story in like the reality world. I don't like calling it the right because I don't consider myself right either. But like, yeah. I mean, I'm always correct, but I'm never, <laughs> you know, I don't consider myself right leaning. But Patreon did another huge purge this week. It wasn't a big deal yeah. in our world because they already did it like ten, five years ago and we already kind of like, yeah. But mm-hmm. they got rid of Jesse Lee Peterson, Sydney Watson. Sydney Watson. Um, um, the wrong opinion podcast, uh, and more and more. And of course didn't tell any of them what they did. And they just said it was hate speech. So like, this was a clear purge targeted purge towards, I'm assuming, I don't, I'm not familiar with all of their content, but I'm, I can be fairly certain they're not left leaning. So like, yeah. you know, and like that would have been a big deal five years ago. And then this year, I think I'm the only one that covered it. Uh, in like this world we're like yeah we've gotten, we've gotten so used to so it so beaten yeah. down yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Pa- the patreon thing is especially uh weird too because it's not even like they're doing it on patreon it's that they're doing it like you know they're like commenting in other yeah. places yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's that's a crazy kind of ban to me is that it's like you know it's, we're not even doing it on this platform just because you've said something somewhere else like you know go away yeah. What you've That's done crazy. elsewhere means that we're not going to let you be on Patreon. That's insane. They did that. Who was one of the first ones they did Sargon. that to? Sargon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was what he was saying elsewhere. Then they banned him. Well, um, they, he also went on his N-word rant, which was not smart. But like no. he was using it contextually against white supremacists. I was there when it happened. And as he was <laughs> saying it, I was like, you're going to get banned. Like, I just, I'm like <laughs> Oh, no. 
but like um you're handing he, them the gun yeah right yeah. Like, you just can't it's you just can't um you, yeah and the frustrating thing about patreon which really chaps my ass the most is that they back in that time for this us old heads on youtube they needed us they needed the edgy content creators they courted sargon of akkad was like their third biggest person on the whole platform he was huge mm. uh and then like i got banned too um for outing pedophiles um i made a mistake i slipped up um it was a publicly like available list but it did sort of qualify as doxing. So they banned me, but let's be honest, they banned me because they didn't like everything else I was yeah. doing. And they just, mm -hmm. you know, I made it, I slipped up, but like in the beginning, all those guys, like back in the day, harmful opinion, Sargon of Akkad, um, Thunderfoot in that era of YouTube, like yeah. the atheism era where it was really age. Yeah. Everyone had Patreons and Patreon sucked everyone off to get on their platform. Then the second they were able to replace them, they banned everyone. And they just got rid of them. They use them to build. That's what. That's what yep. a lot of these platforms. Um, it they're almost engaging in a kind of fraud because if you look at like like Twitter for example, Jack was always going and doing an interviews and talking about how we're a free speech platform. <laughs> we're a free speech platform. And then you build the platform with that assumption, and then you change it slowly. You change the TOS and you become something else. And it's like, but you got all these people to sign up and create all this content and make your addicted. company a thing. You got mm -hmm. people addicted and mm -hmm. now you're changing. And, and so you, it's fraud. Like you told I, us it was something it wasn't. It's like Theranos, you lied. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the I, new guy's worse now though, right, Jeremy? Like the, what was it? guy's way worse. Way like, worse. The new CEO or the guy- the Twitter? Guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's way worse. Um, I know. Like his, his, he has like TDS all over his timeline and he had like, he's, he's like nuts. open leftist. He's a lunatic. Yeah. No, and I know he is personally, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. It seems like they've kind of calmed down a little bit lately. The very first day he took over, they had a huge band wave huge. of people. They did. Oh, there yeah. was a purge that day. Yeah. 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 Wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. So he had a list and he was checking it twice. And the second he, got in, <laughs> second he was given the job, there was a bunch and they were all right wing. Of course they were. So like, um, and by the way, there are people I've never been like, uh, you know, look, if you break the rules, like and you get banned, like there's still a toss. And like, if there, there are people that even that I like, and they post something as clearly against the rules and they get banned. It's like, well, you effed up. Like, that's what you did. But like this nebulous hate speech term and this nut and like yeah. all this kind of stuff, that's just their catch all. There's the same reason if you ever notice, uh, Every ban email from Patreon comes from the same person named Blair, who allegedly, you know, that's a fake person. I'm certain of it. Like nobody stays in Silicon Valley that long. Like Blair banned me 11 years ago. So Blair's like, a computer. Yeah, what a right. Bitch. Yeah. So like, the, it's like they even set up fake people to ban people for fake reasons. Yeah, and, that's crazy. You know, it's 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 actually insane. Yeah. I just want to read this super chat and then I have a video queued up or Cole has a video queued up from Nina um, channel Julio. Hello. I haven't heard from you in a while. It says the army is not only stating that diversity is our strength. They're starting to claim that homogeny. Uh, hum, uh, That's a tough one. I know. Yeah. Homogeneity. Yeah. Homogeneity is a weakness. Yeah. Well, uh, they, also, um, they just agreed. Is he taught? I don't know if he's referencing, but like they adopted weaker physical fitness tests for women. 
um, this week. And then they put out a tweet and they're like, yeah, this is great. We're moving forward. I'm like, God. yeah, it's awesome. If I'm on the battlefield and I know that the person next to me can't carry me like that would be, that's great. I want women to be able to serve. I absolutely do. But like they, sh you, to... you know, I don't know about giving them a different standard to, to, to make the, no, cut. I completely disagree with the dis different standard. You should be able to meet the standards of that, that job. And it means that not every, there's going to be a lower percentage of women that are able to, but that's, it's the same thing when you become a fireman, they have those, they have those, you have to be able um, to carry the hose. Yes. The fire persons yeah. carry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have uh, had a friend who's a woman who who is trying to become a, a firefighter. How do you know that? Are you a biologist? And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fireman, but yeah. Yeah. she was having to practice with like carrying this uh, weight vest and because you had to be able to carry a person out of a burning building. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wonder why? That's your freaking job. <laughs> like, I love that yeah. episode of King of the Hill. I don't know if you guys have ever seen yeah, that where one. they make yeah, fun yeah. of that with Peggy when she's like trying to lift Bobby over her head and she pulls her groin. She's like, I don't have a groin. I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, like limping. That was so funny. Yeah. No, but I think it goes to like these people, like I said, have put such little thought into their own views that I, was something I always ask them and I've never gotten an answer. If there's no problem with this, why do we have women's sports? Why do we have right. men's sports yeah. and women's sports? Mm -hmm. I've yet exactly. to get an answer. Yeah. I'm still um, waiting for somebody who will come on my show and tell me why we need to be we need to be teaching first graders about sexuality. I've issued that I've issued that request more than a dozen times, and I've had zero takers. Same. Yeah, you might get is. one from Vito. I don't know. He, he's I don't. Really I don't talking about them. that. Yeah. yeah no. Who? <laughs> So He's I don't know. Lunatic. I don't yeah, know what this mind. video is, but Nina said we oh, should great. watch it. So great. let's enjoy yeah. it. Oh, Carrie, you're gonna oh, love yeah. this. Ukraine, Russia. If we had a nuclear war, it would be worth it if we could just save one life. What the fuck? Still more convincing than Cory Booker. <laughs> is this Alex from Conspiracy Castle? No, I don't think so. It's real? No, it's a meme. It's a meme. Oh. I mean, the video's real and the meeting's real. Really? Yeah, this guy does this. Yeah. Not Alex Stein, I don't think. But Alex Stein does this kind of stuff too. Who I've begun to love is Klaus Schwab, and he said, <laughs> "Okay, I get it now." <laughs> and I stand with him because I am not selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the the guy behind him just starts cracking up at one yeah, point. He's just yeah, like, "I he can't knows. hold this anymore." Yeah. <laughs> I think he's with him because look at how his ties tied way too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just threw that suit on. In the pride section. The best part too is like at the end when that black guy's like, could we get someone to come clean all that up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. 
if you like that kind of stuff, watch Alex Stein. Like, I don't know anything about him personally, but he does these and, and they're like, do watch his, um, like, uh, I don't know if I want to, if you want to watch it now or not, but he did a video. It's a little long, but watch it on your own time called, uh, recruiting the Richardson city council to enlist in world war three. And it's, <laughs> oh my God. it's, and he does these, he does these things where he goes to like city council meetings and like, that's, I don't think that's him. I Oh, I, I once I saw more, but I don't think it is either. It reminded me. So the first time I saw Alex Stein, it was the city council meeting where he was dressed like a doctor and he was rapping about the shot. Break the and... other freestyle rap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then a friend asked me if I wanted to do this show called Conspiracy. And I was like, sure. And I didn't know anything about it really. And I showed up and then I re I was like, wait a minute. Are you the doctor who raps? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! He, he has a show called Conspiracy Castle. I was no, just looking up crazy. Alex Stein's YouTube, and he's got one called Prayers for Ukraine, and he's like <laughs> at one of the city council meetings. This looks hilarious. Okay, you let's. I I want to see that. This okay. friend of mine from when I was from before I was red pilled. This like crazy SJW person I used to be friends with, who like smeared my name to everyone was on a reality show with Alex Stein like 10 years ago. And that's where I knew of Alex Stein from uh, <laughs> some like big brother knockoff. He's sort of like a Andy Kaufman. Yeah. He's talented. I think he'll do, I don't know. Like, look, I don't know if he's a, uh, I don't know anything about his personal political views. I always have to say that because sometimes people make me laugh and then they're like a literal Nazi and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> oh, no. <But> like, um, <laughs> I don't know anything about his personal political views, but he's got talent. Like, cause he stays in character and like he, he commits to the bit and like, it's just, it takes balls. Yeah, it does. Let's do this one, Cole. Let's do the one Nina just put in the private chat. Alex, we'll just end, end the show with some more laughs. I love it. I love when people, I think humor is one of the best ways to it, to kind of put a crack in this this whole non-reality facade this up is down down is up i love stuff like that it is it, it takes you a it's second active to yeah. to like expose the bullshit yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah this one's I, great yeah i have yeah, not seen good. this so i'm excited to watch this oh it's amazing about the people of ukraine and what they're going through so i prepared a little song for them let me turn this on i really want to <laughs> try to help the people out there okay guys bluetooth so, speaker let me just get it going <laughs> They call me Primetime 99 Alex Stein. Hope you guys like my sweater. <laughs> Plugs oh this channel. Oh my <laughs> God. Come on. Primetime 99 on the grind all the time. Go insane for Ukraine. A bullet in Putin's brain. I'm Primetime. Always on the grind. Always got a shine. And you know it's no lie. Right, oh, oh, excuse me. Come on, audio. Where are we going? Now we're going. Now we're cooking, guys. I got to turn down a little bit. It's prime time. Let's, let's start that one more time, guys. Come on in the audience. Let's. There's no one there. <laughs> he's having like technical difficulties and he's going with it. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. This is what we need more of. I think we need more of Jacks, like actual people who don't want to lead but would be good leaders. And we need more people just doing comedy in these kangaroo court settings. Yes. You're really, it's like a, it's sort of just showing that the, the emperor has no clothes. It's making fun of it, you know? I almost think this is way more um, like effective 
than being angry and yelling at people. Like, have you seen those? Like, I mean, that has an effect too. Like when you see like those really angry parents, like yelling at the school boards, but like, if you go there and then you make fun of them, I think it's more effective than you go there and you scream at them and yell at them and then get in trouble because you're, uh, you know, attacking them or like harassing them or whatever. Yeah. It's more, it has more like the, the, like the mom. Okay. So like, there's a clear recipe here with the viral videos, like obviously like uh, a black parent speaking about CR against CRT does very good on, on Mm -hmm. Twitter. Uh, or a minority parent, I'll say. Uh, I don't like that word. A non-white parent speaking out against CRT always seems to do it really well. But like this kind of stuff too also does exceedingly well. And like we, I think satire is like, I mean, that's why they went after the Babylon Bee. Yes. You know, like they, it's way more ridiculous because like, wait a minute, this is crazy. Like the Philadelphia City Council yesterday, I think I saw a tweet was like, they were debating whether or not we should have a no fly zone over Ukraine yet Philadelphia had has had the deadliest crime year in 20 years and it's only March or something like that. It's like mm. people need to go in there and like be like, hey, you know, <laughs> what the what are you doing? You're 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 debating geopolitics and your city's crumbling. I mean, New York, shout out to Mikey. What a shithole. Yeah. Like, what a shithole. If you read the New York Post, which I know is right leaning. There, every day there's another lunatic doing something that w- is so mind like that two weeks ago that guy was rubbing shit on people in the subway oh like, god yeah what is going on in new york and then you got like do you see their new law i get your take on this famous people don't have to get the vax now by the way in what? new york oh that's, my that's, god they just that yesterday if you're famous or performer you don't have to have the vax but policemen and firemen do wow imagine I, like imagine that like if the, if that doesn't cause there will be protests i'm certain there will be like that has to i'll let mike talk what do you think you know like i i mean i've been to a million protests and it's wonderful i don't want to sound like i'm degrading the people who do that it's a, that's amazing and wonderful but the most you'll ever see there's a couple hundred maybe one time there's like a thousand so that's what i meant before is that you haven't seen any sort of mass uprising like there's been in other countries it's crazy to me um this is something like obviously the last year two years has made it so much worse but it was starting even in the year or two before that that like you would go into a Dwayne reed in what was formerly a nice area um and there would just be there was one time i went to a Dwayne reed maybe like eight o'clock at night and some guy is like screaming and throwing shit off the shelves and the people who worked there had no reaction they, it's like they were just so used to it. And I said, to them, well, in their defense, they're probably, I'd be like, you don't pay me enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I said to them, I was like, do you like call the cops? And they're like, they don't do anything. This is every night. I believe that. Yeah. I believe Like, it. I think that's how this city is now. I think people have just gotten so used to it. I'm trying to get the hell out. <laughs> I think, I think it's really crazy because like, I, I live in Mexico, Mikey. I don't know if you know that, but I live in Mexico. Like it, it, in one of the safest parts of Mexico, actually, like, cause I live in Cancun, but like a lot of times, like I'll tell people, like I live in Mexico and everyone's like, Oh my God, like how do you live there with a cartel and like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's safer living, here than it is in New York area. and Chicago. Yes. I'm just thinking I'm jealous as hell. <laughs> people yeah, don't believe that insane. anymore, but it's like California is the same way. My, my friend who is my housemate now, I knew her back from LA. She lives up 
she lives with me now one because she couldn't work in California anymore. She's a physical trainer and they shut all the gyms down for the longest time. But the other reason is because it's gotten the crime love rate has gotten so crazy and it's so dangerous in areas where it never used to be dangerous. Like West Hollywood. I don't know mm, if you guys, West Hollywood used to be so, I mean, it's the gay part of LA. It's so safe, upper class, nice restaurants. It's kind of adjacent to Beverly Hills. She got mugged in West Hollywood you know, in the middle of the day, yeah. it's like, that doesn't, that didn't used to happen. And no, and I, I, I went to California every year, Carrie, uh, cause I have family there and we, we would go to Disneyland every year. And uh, I haven't been to Disneyland for like a, a, a long time now. Cause I'm boycotting those fuckers. But, um, but like they, the, uh, uh, but just generally speaking, like California has gone to shit, like everywhere in, in yeah. California, like, every uh, Beach, like, you know, just some of the most like Sunset Boulevard, like some of the most amazing places in the nineties and like, you know, early two thousands is like now Bumville. Like it's like literally like just tent cities everywhere. And it's, it's crazy. What's it's my neighborhood. I am. Um, oh, sorry. My neighborhood. No, no, I, live, I live right <laughs> by this uh, huge park. And like a couple of years ago, I would walk around. I used, this used to be the safest neighborhood. I would walk around the park alone at like three, four in the morning. Shut up, Jeremy. You're gonna make that sound. Was there a public bathroom right there? Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, but then I, I made the mistake of getting that app. What's that app that tells you about all the crime nearby? Uh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah, was yeah. just going off every two seconds, stabbing, shooting. There was a guy with a machete. It was like guy with a machete on the corner stabbing people. Like, wow, it's changing. it's funny because it's all, all these um democratic strongholds. But California is perhaps the most insane because they have all the money in the world to fix it, and it's like they refuse. It's like they, it's like you have all these Hollywood. There's billions, billions in all these Hollywood actors and actresses. They just move higher up into the hills in their gated communities, and they never have to interact with it. And I can't imagine. It's like um, we're going to have the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever the hell on Monday or Sunday. Like you saw the last event they had. They literally had to relocate all the bums from um, what's yep. the um, what's the hall there that that. Yeah, they, they, uh, they I know what you're talking. What about. is it? It's a Grand Central or station or uh, whatever. There's all these bums, hundreds of bums. They had to like relocate so they could yeah. roll up the red carpet. It's like, holy shit. Like. Maybe all the people that are here that are supporting this, one of these Hollywood actors should be like, hey, did you guys know that they had to relocate 300 homeless people who were shooting yes. up heroin in front of here? Like, <laughs> instead of talking about this nebulous global warming as they all got there in private jets, like they could actually have a change in the neighborhoods where they live and they don't. It's the same yeah. thing with the, the uh, you know, Patricia, Patricia from BLM or whatever. Where'd she go when she got the money? She got the fuck up out of there and she moved into some gated community and left everyone behind. It's these people don't care about, about change at all. And a lot mm -hmm. of them now are moving out. So I know someone who uh, friend of, kind of a friend, they mm -hmm. just bought, so they have a mansion in Bel Air. They just bought a million. You know, the fresh prince. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, I know the new Fresh Prince. Oh, that's the gritty one. Uh, yeah. The terrible one. No, so yeah. just bought a million dollar condo in Austin, which drives the prices up in Austin. And then everybody comes up here to where I live. The Austinites yeah. are all moving up here. And two million dollar homes in North Carolina. Like some of them are going, and they're not even getting rid of the mansion in Bel Air. They're just going to be using like the Texas address for the tax write off or whatever. And it's like, Wow, like it, it, you destroy a place. Union Station, thank you. Sorry. Keep oh, Union Station. Yeah. 
Yeah. You destroy a place and then you move on. And I'm not blaming this person in particular. I have no idea even what their politics are. It's just, it's just that it's sort of like, it's yeah. like locusts. A place is destroyed and then you move on. And you just yeah, it's, it's funny it. because that used to happen to Canada all the time, like in like the early 2000s, like after 9-11, like everybody was moving to Canada. And now everyone's like, we need the fuck out of Canada, man. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Terry, I got to go. So okay. I'm gonna, I, I do too, you actually. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Just tell people where they can find you. Nina, I know you have your Infinite Hope show today. Yes. So if you're sick of all the crazy clown world stuff, come and hang out with me right now. I'm going to be starting my show at 245 Eastern. So um, yeah, it's going to be Infinite Hope. We're going to talk about good news, good things happening. There's still good people out there doing good things. And there's always like doggy and kitty videos and stuff like that <laughs> that we can laugh about and just hang out and have a good time. So come check me out. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's been a wonderful, Yay, wonderful show. Uh, Jeremy, it's always a pleasure. Mm. And Mike, it's nice to meet you. So I'm so gonna nice. hang. I'm gonna hit you up definitely, so we can talk more. Nice. What's your What's your people. channel? Just your name? Uh, Nina Infinity. Cool. Yeah. And Jeremy, thank you. thank you. Bye, you guys. Take care. Bye. Um, yeah. yeah, check out my yeah. channel because I'm like getting started again with stuff. So it's just my name. You yes, Mikey, yet, Mikey's though. Mikey's colic at youtube.com, I think. <laughs> have a have a good one. You guys find me, you know well, me. I'm the quartering. Thanks for having me so much. Thank you, Jeremy. Take care. Love you, Jeremy. See you guys. Mikey, I have something for you before we go. Uh can I just, I just wanna... say by the way, I feel yeah. like the guy who cuts my hair found my Instagram and I blocked <laughs> him. I feel like he's doing this to me on purpose. You need to get a different. You you need to find someone else to do your hair. <laughs> I already lost one hair person because he's a Nazi. Okay, I want to end on this. So I found out that Cole doesn't like memes, which is weird. Cole, you guys can tell him in chat. Everybody likes memes, um, but his internet went out. So I'm going to try and share this myself. Let's see, share, share screen. Uh, okay, let's see. Thank you for bearing with me. There we go. Can you see that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would like to buy a consonant, someone said. This is a meme of uh, it's Will Fortune. Yeah, it's Will of Fortune, and uh, you got Vanna White there, or, or the new Vanna White, and uh, it spells W-O-M space N, and then the clue is adult female person, and you've got, uh, uh, what's her name? Brown, down in the right-hand corner, just looking confused. Okay, wait, sorry, parentheses. Can I just say, did you guys ever read those books as a kid with, like, the little black boy solving crimes? Wasn't his name Brown Jackson? I don't know those books. Maybe somebody Nobody chat remembers Little Brown Jackson, Jackson Brown. and he would like fight crime or maybe solve mysteries. <laughs> what would he do? Something like that. I don't really know. Okay, this one just talking about no. If you guys know, drop it in the chat. Okay, this one just got mixed in there, Mikey. Have you seen this one? Yes. <laughs> we have lied about everything. However, the Ukraine coverage is all true. <laughs> Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, yeah, Encyclopedia Brown. Okay, just have a couple more. 
<laughs> Star Trek meme. I give this one a, a, let's say a six out of 10. Bones, over there, is that a woman? Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a biologist. Not a biologist. Okay. You want to read this one? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You read this one. You make me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> That's the best part. Huh? <laughs> and then finally, for all the Wordle fans, do you play Wordle, Mike? Yeah, I'm kind of hit or miss at it. I'm either really good or really bad. The left needs help solving this one, and it's W-O-M-A. I'm going to go for another X. There you Mac. go. That'll be the new one. Anyway, thank you. I, I just love when there's something bad happening. Sometimes it just turns out that that's the best time for memes. And it's a meme windfall. And I, the internet did not disappoint me with this. There's been so many funny ones. Some of the funniest ones I saw were like some guy said, uh, I don't know if this is shit on my plate or not, because I'm not, I'm not the chef. <laughs> I'm no chef. <laughs> I saw the, yeah. I saw some really good um, Leah Thomas ones. Like there was one of uh, the guy spiking the punch <laughs> backstage at the swimming competition, and it says "Liquid Viagra." Oh, nice! I didn't see that. One. <laughs> you had to think about that. I did have to think about it. Yeah, a <laughs> rudder that would create a rudder, right? <laughs> God, what planet are we living on? It's a crazy time. So <laughs> since you're left here with me, I'll just do a couple of announcements at the end. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I hope we hit all the super chats. If I miss one, I'll try and scroll through right now. I just want to let you know that <laughs> that uh, we Cole, look, Cole says, yeah, I heard that memes were coming. So my internet went out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike Harlow and I are going to be at the Better Discourse Conference coming up. Let's see. It's April 23rd, which is a Saturday. And this is the second time they're doing it in Texas. It's in Fort Worth. Mikey's hosting the whole conference. I don't know what they're thinking. Letting me host. But <laughs> it's I'm very excited for you. It's going to be fun. I have ideas. <laughs> and then I'll be moderating a couple of panels. And there's going to be amazing speakers there like... Uh, Libby Emmons, who's been on our show, uh, James Lindsay, Josh Slocum, Blair, uh, Blair White is going to be there. Southern, who I'm so excited to meet. That's like one of the OGs. Lauren Southern. I for, yeah, they're, they're still adding people. So if you would like tickets, you can go to betterdiscourseevent.com and find out more info. It is in Fort Worth. And it's always a fun time. You get to hang out with people. There's lots of panels, but I think honestly, just hanging out with people and having conversations is one of the big draws. So, Daniel and Brent are going. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. So Dangerous Rhett, they're in the chat today. They're going to be there. Where you guys are going. Hi. Let me see if I can find that one. Oh, Sean is going to be there. Oh, Actual Justice Warrior will be there. Yeah. My travel buddy. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys. Yes. I'll see you before yeah. then. Bro. Yeah. And then Laura, thank you for reminding me. Laura says hit like and subscribe. This is a new channel. If if this was recommended to you by the algorithm, please hit like and subscribe. This is a, a new channel called Deprogram with Carrie Smith. And we have live shows on Mondays and Fridays called The Kerfeffy Break. 
And we also have a Wednesday night live show called Pop Culture with my friend, Mystery Chris. And then deprogrammed interviews are on Thursdays. Um, but thank you guys for being here. I think I covered everything. You got to plug your channel one more time. Oh, wait, one quick thing. This is so kind. I was like, bring the joy. I wore my joy. Thank you. Thank you, Tax. Oh, thank you, Tara T. I'm trying to remember how to refer to her anonymously. Anyway, thank you, Tara T. She knit me. Look at this, That's Mikey. beautiful. It's like your wall. If I put it oh, up. it is. <laughs> it is your wall. So it's gorgeous. I love it. Thank you so much for the joyful gift. And Mikey, tell people where they can find you. Yes, please find my YouTube channel. It's just my name because I got to be honest. I feel like I'm very shadow banned the last like month or so. Um, so like I saw somebody in the chat. Thank you so much. Said you liked my video that I did about just saying no to left. So I have a new one that's kind of similar to that, uh, that I just put up. So I'm kind of like feeling things out, but I'm going to have a lot more stuff. I have like a long video coming this week and we're going to be what is your stuff. What is your YouTube called? Just my name. Mike Harlow. Mike, like Tyson Harlow, like Gene. Okay. I'm putting it on the screen. There you go. Yes. Wonderful. That's my YouTube. Um, cool. So yeah, follow me on there. I got banned from TikTok. I like joined. Okay. I don't know what I was thinking. I joined TikTok because I was like, okay, that's where all the crazy libs are. So we're all being spied on enough as it is. China, you can have my dick pics. I will take one for the team. And then I got banned. I, I think it's just like you said, they don't really have, they're all vague now. When they first started out, they had very definitive terms of service. So you knew what, if you were breaking the rules or not. And now they've just made it so vague. Facebook's the same way. And my, uh, oh my God, I know I'm in jail now for a month from there. But uh, TikTok, my no video got taken down. And then this one that I just put on YouTube about Disney, Star Wars and Democrats, um, that was the one that did it. So I don't, I didn't even like, curse or anything so i i genuinely have no clue what did it but but it's on youtube so check out my youtube thank you guys for being here okay i think, I've, I think we got all the super chats yes. i'm gonna awkwardly end the show now Carrie, i love you so much this is i love you i can't, I can't wait to see you we're doing stuff on my channel soon too oh so. plug that yeah yeah subscribe to my channel i'm gonna like post stuff yeah, we're gonna be doing like a roundtable on your show on your channel it's gonna be very amazing. soon. I still think you should do a horror show. I think people would like if you had something where people are just I sort am, of... first of all, I am the horror show. So <laughs> cool. Uh, one more super chat and then we're ending. Francis Montgomery. That's a famous name. That's says, a badass name. I'm going to the Better Discourse event as well. Well, cool. Yes, we'll I see you there. Cool. Bye, guys. Okay, I'm going to try and roll this video, and then we're going out. Love you, Carrie. Mikey, I know I keep bragging on him, but my husband made the music for this. It makes me really it's happy. so good. I was, just, I was just watching Cuphead, and it reminds me of that, your intro. I don't know what that is, but I'll check it out. Okay. <laughs> Bye, honey. Bye.